You're listening to How To 20-Something, the only podcast that helps both men and women navigate their 20s and learn how to adult across all aspects of their lives. We're going to be focusing on career, relationships, finances, fitness, nutrition, and all of the common challenges and obstacles a typical 20-something will face in this post-college life and what to do about it. I'm your host, Just Diamond, and I'm the CEO and founder of Just Diamond Coaching, where I help young professionals get their shit together, gain their confidence, and own their life. No one prepares you for this adulting world, so allow me to help you feel like you are no longer a chicken running around with its head cut off, and that you actually know what the hell is going on and what your next step to take is. Welcome to How To 20-Something. Welcome back to another episode of How To 20-Something. The next several episodes are going to touch on the health and wellness side of life and all the changes that happen as you progress through your 20s, like changes in your habits, body, schedule, and honestly, your entire outlook of your life. I mention a lot about the importance of creating a home base and how this is one of the major things I help my clients solidify in relation to their goals and life, and that your home base is creating a solid foundation in your mental, nutritional, and physical health so that you can go and achieve your goals, whatever goal that is that you set out on. So this episode is going to introduce how you can begin creating your own healthy foundation and why you absolutely need to do so. And if after listening, you're still unsure as to how to do so in regards to your life or where to even begin because podcasts are generalized information, then I invite you to schedule a call with me where we can craft a plan for your specific life and needs. I'm really, really, really good at slowly progressing people to go from where they are right now, which is usually not very healthy and not very responsible, to actually taking care of yourself and knowing how to do so and wanting to do so. As always, the link to my calendar is in the show notes for you to easily access. But back to your healthy foundation. You absolutely, 100% guaranteed will not live a happy or successful life without this. The first stop on the own your life journey that I take my clients through is called create. And this is where we create your vision. This is what your ideal life looks like. And then I create your plan to help you get there. That plan incorporates your different healths and the roles they each play in helping you become the best version of yourself. Consistency is the second stop meaning developing how consistently you are adhering to the habits that are only going to help you move forward and build your confidence in knowing how to continue to do so long after our coaching journey completes. A foundation in your mental, emotional, physical, and nutritional health means being consistent in your routine, in your decisions, in your values, in the way you show up for yourself. It begins with you being reliable to you. You need this foundation because without it, your brain turns to chaos. When you are inconsistent, you drop the ball on a lot of things and that results in you getting overwhelmed, stressed out, anxious, uncertain, insecure, and lost. And I think I've mentioned this analogy I'm about to explain before, but I'm going to explain it again. Let's say you want a brand new house. You want to move into this house the second you dream of it and want to rush the process so you can start living in this house right away. But you forget that in order to have a nice house that you can live in for forever, you need to start from the bottom and literally build your way up. A house will not be able to withstand any storm that comes its way without a solid foundation and structure to hold it up. How we redirect this analogy back to you is that 
this house is your dream. It's the vision that you dream of. It's the better body. It's the loving your career. It's feeling alive in your life and not like you're living the same day over and over again. It's feeling strong in how you show up. The ground that it's built on, the load-bearing walls, the making sure everything is leveled and up to safety code and standards is your solid foundation that will lead to a safe and sturdy house or a safe and sturdy life. The storms that it will then be able to withstand are any changes and challenges that come with life because changes and challenges will come. They are inevitable. Kind of like how you can't prevent a hurricane or a snowstorm from hitting your literal house, you can't prevent the universe from flipping your entire world upside down. And then not to mention the upkeep a house requires so that it can continue to withstand these storms. It's you continuing to show up for yourself to make sure you are strong enough to handle life's curveballs and making the renovations that are needed to keep you loving your little house. Basically, it's making it known that you don't just create a solid foundation and then leave it be. You constantly have to work on it, change it, update it, so that it can continue to support you during future tough times. Another factor to consider is when you have a solid foundation in all aspects of your life, You are more inclined to take calculated risks that open other doors for you. Not spur-of-the-moment reckless decisions, but intentional yet curious moves in an area you want to level up in. Because you know you have this safe place to come back to and reset yourself and get your mind right, just in case your risk didn't pan out in the way that you hoped. Or because the risk means change. And change also creates chaos in your mind since it's something that is new and unfamiliar. So knowing that you have your routine to go back to and knowing exactly what that routine is helps you create stability in an otherwise changing world. It's also knowing that the routine you create right now will not be the same routine for the rest of your life. It should be moldable to changing circumstances but still serves you in the best way possible because life is always going to be changing. And If episode 33 was any indication as to why you should strive for change by leaving your comfort zone, then you know that as humans, we were not meant to stay exactly as we are. However, your ability to handle both abrupt and planned changes stems from how you maintain a level head and life, and that, my friend, is your healthy, solid foundation. So let's break down what this can look like and how you can begin setting up your own. I've already spoken to you about the importance of sleep in episode 3 and again in episode 31 and I'm probably going to continue to emphasize how important it is in future episodes like I am right now. So I'm going to briefly remind you of it since it doesn't really fit into a particular health category but will determine the success of you showing up in all three of your healths. Your routine begins with getting regular sleep, going to bed and waking up at roughly the same time every day all seven days of the week. Your sleep quality and quantity will drive your strength the next day, both mentally and physically. Because when you get good sleep, you are then able to make healthier decisions for yourself, have more mental discipline, and have more energy to carry out what it is you need to be doing, which also means your workouts will be better and you'll be more focused at whatever task is at hand. Now, everyone is unique in their body's rest requirements, so while you might need eight hours of sleep to function like a normal human being, someone else may need only six. And that's okay. That's actually quite common between men and women. Women require more sleep than men do solely because of a woman's hormonal cycle. I know I need a lot more sleep and recovery in the week leading up to my cycle and can also get by with less sleep right after my cycle is over. 
Your age, lifestyle, and overall health also play a significant role in your body's sleep requirements, regardless of gender. But once you get your sleep in check, you can then move into solidifying your three healths since your circadian rhythm is now consistent. Starting with your physical health. Simply because, on a psychological level, you are more likely to make better choices on the days you move your body, and while it sounds counterintuitive, your workouts will leave you energized to be able to do more tasks providing you didn't murder yourself in the gym. So if you're leaving your gym feeling depleted, you might need to take a look at what you're doing and why you're exercising, because chances are you are using exercise as a form of punishment, or if you have a competitive nature and take group classes, it might be time to change your form of exercise. It's one thing to not love the way you look and want to work out to change that. It's another thing to hound your body because you don't like the way you look. And I'll make an episode diving into cardio versus resistance training, but I'm going to tell you right now that cardio is not going to help you get the body you want, but cardio will deplete you of your energy levels in a way that is not going to be conducive to carrying out the rest of your day, providing you use it inappropriately. So if you're doing a cardio workout and then feel the need to go lay down on the couch after or the floor, and it takes a lot to get you to think about getting back up, then that's your sign that your workout is not actually benefiting you. If you don't know how to get started with resistance training, I made a weightlifting guide a little while ago that will be linked in the show notes for you to take a look at. It's free and just a PDF will be sent to you with YouTube links, pictures, and explanations once you put in your name and email. It will also help you get over the gym intimidation since you'll walk in with a plan. And you can do the exercises with dumbbells so while you're resting in between sets, you can look around the gym and watch what other people are doing and feel a little bit more confident in what you're doing. But also know that you can have a full workout using just dumbbells. I hardly ever use machines and I hardly ever put clients on machines because you really don't need them to have an effective workout. Machines are good for targeting one muscle, which is primarily used by bodybuilders or someone recovering from an injury or even protecting an injury. So if you don't fall into those categories, then don't worry about needing to learn them or trying to use them right away. A healthy foundation in your physical health starts with being realistic with what you're currently doing and then getting an idea of what you want to be doing that you can sustainably keep up with. If you're someone who isn't working out at all right now and has a goal of five days a week, Start with one full body day a week, and if you go three weeks in a row, add another full body day, and repeat, then add a third. So think of it as like an A and B workout that you'll alternate while you build consistency. Once you feel solid with three days a week, then you can go to four and have two upper and two lower body days, and day five can be your choice. That can be cardio day, full body, or an additional upper or lower day. This is for those of you listening who want to be in the gym alone. However, The same mentality also applies to group fitness classes where you start with one and slowly build on it. Honestly, the general population does not need to work out more than three times a week for an hour or two hours at a time. This was a hard pill for me to swallow since I was a six or even seven day a week girly, like no rest days. But I was also younger and my body was more resilient to the stress I put on it. As I got older, and as my career changed to having me on my feet and moving around a lot more, I needed to dial it back a lot since I was having adverse effects with additional inflammation and soreness and low recoverability. Listening to your body is so important. Otherwise, you're not going to be progressing towards your physique goals since you're letting your harsh self-talk get in the way of what your body is trying to communicate. 
Oh, and if you only have enough time for a 15-minute movement session, then commit to that and start with that. You can always do more. Actually, even five minutes is enough to get you started. From the time I'm recording this episode, I was at a going away party over the weekend and some of the people there go to the gym that I do, the one-on-one personal training at. So we were talking about their workouts and such and there was a guy standing in the circle and he was saying that he knows he should lift weights but just can't bring himself to get into even his apartment gym because fear was holding him back. I talked to him, I put my coaching hat on, I talked to him about what he could do to begin overcoming that fear. And my advice was to make a plan to just be in that room for five minutes. Those five minutes could be spent on the treadmill and looking around. It could be stretching on the floor. It could be picking up dumbbells and doing one exercise like bicep curls. But lower the expectation that you have to be in there for a quote-unquote right amount of time. Since it's new and you need to first get over the intimidation, you feel just by being there and then you can build on it every time. So this time it's five minutes. The next day maybe it's six minutes and so on and so forth. But be consistent in just showing up. Figuring out when you'll be the most consistent is also a crucial component to building this foundation. Statistically speaking, those who work out in the morning are the most consistent because life doesn't get in the way in the morning. Whereas by afternoon or evening, a social event could pop up or a work call goes late or you had a stressful day and you just wanna go home and you're more inclined to say yes to the fun thing or the relaxing thing than the gym in part because your mental discipline is very low by the end of the day and energy levels are down too, so the thought of doing more sounds terrible. Which is also where I want to re-enter the fact that your workout should provide you with energy and not deplete you to the chat. Also, when you work out in the morning, you are more likely to make healthier nutritional decisions throughout the day because you already did one healthy thing for yourself to kickstart your day. Which brings me to healthy foundation number two, nutritional health. Nutritional health is what you're eating for your unique body and not because society has deemed it as healthy. All of our bodies respond to food differently and knowing what makes you feel lethargic or bloated or energized and ready to go is going to be important when creating your solid foundation. For example, avocados are an extremely healthy fat to eat. Everyone says, eat avocados. Oh, if you're low in fat, oh, you want to be healthy, eat avocados. However, Avocados make me bloat to the point where I look like I'm seven months pregnant and it's very painful. So they're not healthy for me to eat for my unique body. Similar to your workouts, something to consider is that your meals should not make you feel like you need to go lay down. They should serve you in a way that keeps you satisfied and not overly full or weighing you down that you can carry on with the task at hand or the next thing you need to do. When you fuel yourself properly, you're able to sleep better, feel better, regulate your emotions better, recover better, and look better. The right foods are filled with nutrients that you need for all the benefits I just mentioned and more. So if you're skipping meals, eating out for more than half of your meals in a given week, and or not eating enough throughout the day, then you are doing yourself a disservice. I'll have every client send me pictures of what they eat every day for a whole week when we first begin working together and again later in our journey and what usually happens is we make swaps or add in nutrient-dense foods at first and somewhere along the way they fall off but still believe they're eating well. For example, I had a client say she ate chicken for dinner. So that sounds great, but the chicken was fried chicken fingers with french fries. That's not the same as making chicken yourself for dinner at home. So while yes, technically she was eating chicken, There is better chicken out there for her health goals. 
I've also had a client tell me she was eating more protein. And when she sent pictures, it was like half of what she needed to be eating. But I was going by her word that she was eating more protein. An egg or deli meat in your sandwich does not count as more protein for anyone listening. How your foundation looks in regards to your nutritional health is entirely up to you. My two cents is to start with cooking yourself dinner twice a week if you aren't already doing so, especially to my females listening who are also on TikTok and let girl dinner become a personality trait. Girl dinner does not suffice. You need an actual meal with a protein, a vegetable, and a carb. And no, your charcuterie board does not count either. When you cook for yourself, you are fully in control of all the ingredients going into your body. And besides, Meals do not need to be some overly complicated gourmet recipe. You need like four to five ingredients and that's it. And buy ready-made seasoning to simplify things even further. My meals take at most 15 minutes from prep time to done time because I hate spending time cooking. It's tedious and annoying to me, so I make things as easy and simple as possible while still making a nutrient-dense and delicious meal. Like, my go-to meal is chicken, pasta, and either green beans or broccoli. I actually had that last night. And then add dairy-free pesto and or cheese, and it's done. And delicious. On the topic of eating meals, eating dinner, is you need to be eating three meals a day. Full meals. And hitting your protein targets, which would be one gram per one pound of your ideal body weight. If all of that sounds like too much right now, then focus on whole foods and do not buy yourself processed foods or if you do, stick to one serving of it. So not a family bag of chips, but a vending machine bag of chips. The whole foods hold the nutrients you need to live and your body will thank you for feeding itself properly. I haven't brought this reference up in a while, but remember, we have an outdated system in a modern day world, meaning our bodies respond best when we resort to caveman times as that's where we evolved from. This is what you're eating how you're moving, and when you're sleeping. So if you're ever confused of how to be healthy, stick to the basics. Try not to have artificial light surrounding you well after the sun goes down, and think about what foods were naturally available before technology existed. Things like fruits, vegetables, potatoes, and meats, things that were grown or killed for food, not deep fried, not pre-packaged, not artificial, not able to be stored for over a year, but that have an expiration date. And then also know that you can freeze meats and veggies so they last longer and you're not letting food go to waste. And what you'll come to find is that when you eat better, you'll realize how much worse you feel when you do eat the foods that are manufactured. Right now, you're so used to eating poorly that it's become your normal. So yes, it's going to be a challenge at first and it might not taste that good as your palate has adapted to the junk you've been feeding it, but you'll find that if you stick to it just long enough, you'll start to crave the healthy foods, the home-cooked meals, the fruits and veggies, and eating poorly won't sound enticing anymore. Remember, your foundation is the place you build up from. So start with some swaps here and there and grow from that point. There are a couple of different avenues you can take when it comes to building your nutritional health, but you have to start somewhere. Consistency in your physical and nutritional health will immensely impact your mental health Because now you're actually giving it a chance to thrive. Exercising makes you smarter because your brain has to focus on the task at hand and learn a new skill. And nutrition feeds your body so you can go exercise. Both of those things together make you feel mentally strong as you develop the evidence that you can do hard things. However, there are tactics that you can do to improve your mental health that 
don't involve food and movement, but I highly recommend you start with the food and movement and then move into these. So these are things I've mentioned in the past, like affirmations, gratitude practices, and journaling, and then there's additional ones that require more effort on you to incorporate or change, like your self-talk and something like your social media habit. The very first episode I made was on your negative self-talk, and that has a serious impact on the way you view yourself, your life, and the world around you. This is where your routine plays a major role so you feel mentally strong as often as you can and know that you have this place to come back to for the times when you don't feel that strong. It's been a minute since I've said this one, but your beliefs create your experiences and your experiences confirm your beliefs. So the words you say to yourself, the thought processes you have, the stories you are conjuring up in your mind will direct your focus to proving yourself right. As in, You'll unintentionally go searching for all the reasons as to why your negative thoughts are correct. The good thing is, is that the reverse of that is also true. For example, believing there's abundance all around you and then searching for the abundance as proof. Abundance in love, in sunshine, in money, in happiness, rather than abundance in everything you don't have. Your mental health is also impacted by your sleep schedule and drinking habits. In fact, Those two things are very related to one another because the more you drink, the worse sleep quality you're going to get and the more stressed out you're going to end up. And that's going to only lead you to drink even more since that's the coping mechanism that you developed. And I probably don't need to tell you this, but your mental health is so important. It quite literally will change the entire outlook of your life. And your drinking habit is destroying that. When you have a solid foundation in this area, you are more resilient to handle changes, more inclined to take risks that lead to better outcomes, and have an overall higher quality of life because you see things more positively. People want to be around positive people, so your relationships will be healthier. You'll be more sure of yourself and who you want surrounding you and set boundaries that support you and continue to protect your mental health. Basically, if you haven't received this message yet from this episode, Creating a solid foundation in your three healths of physical, nutritional, and mental will only lead you to a happier and more prosperous life. But it starts with you prioritizing these areas, really taking your time to continually improve them so you can take risks, develop confidence, and live a life that makes sense for you. I seriously cannot stress how important this episode topic is, but again, start somewhere Do something this week that sends you off in the right direction so you can confidently say you are on top of your shit. You'd be surprised at all the doors that will open up for you as a result. And to remind you again, if you need help creating this solid foundation, this is one of the many, many things I help my clients with and I would love to help you too. My information, my email, the link to schedule a call, everything is always in the show notes. So please Do yourself a favor and take some time out of your day to chat with me. It's not going to be a waste of my time. It's not going to be a waste of your time either. But together we can help create you a plan. Otherwise, this concludes another episode of How to 20-something. If you liked what you heard, if some part of this episode stood out to you, or if you know someone that needs help with their solid foundation, then please pass this podcast along or share it on social media and tag me when you do. And as always, I can't wait to be in your headphones next week with another brand new episode.